I got on the roof. I walked, I walked as I saw like where I was going to jump and I knew exactly the, 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 the point on the building because wow. I, I planned this is the highest point that's going to land on concrete. I wow. mean, there was no hesitation. Wow. It's like I knew for certain that this was all that my life was meant for and all my, my life was leading towards. And I think to myself, what a wonderful The Lebby Podcast is the best podcast in the area and you can't change my mind. Guys, welcome back to the best podcast in the area. Obviously today, we've got a very, very, very special guest today. We interrupt this podcast to bring you a word from our sponsors, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time the best time in the bathroom. Wow. I don't know if it's the best time, but yeah, but yeah, I'm one of the, the best time, especially when you're Arab. But anyway, yes. <laughs> I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and honestly, I'm blown away by the performance. Wow. The craftsmanship and detail on the 4.0 is up to spec. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligently functionality and an incredible, wow. comfortable grooming comfortable. experience. Wow. Wow. Because um, you know what? Sometimes you might cut yourself, but Manscaped makes sure because it's engineered by an engineer. That's it, by an engineer. To make sure that it's engineered properly. But we're not done yet. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on and off switch that can engage a travel lock. Yeah, you can like double click it and stuff, which yeah. is amazing. It also gives you the ability to run. Wait, 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 wait. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system using electromagnetic induction. Wow. And I know what that is because I wireless study charging. physics. But which can help battery length last longer. I kind of forgot that. You don't want it to die on you. So basically the the battery will last long. So it won't die on you midway. So you won't give yourself a fade. You don't want it to die. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, guys, we got an offer for you guys, specifically the Lebby listeners. So if you go to manscaped.com, you get 20% off with free shipping with the code Lebby at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code Lebby. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools and get the job done with Manscaped. Now back to the podcast. And... Uh, I've just I've been wanting to get him on for a while, right? So usually we get sort of and and we spoke about this just before the podcast. We have a certain type of guest that we get. Usually we get TikTokers, get comedians and things like that. But I think there's a pressing issue. There's a very pressing issue that um, I, you know, I talk about a lot, but not on the podcast. I've sort of held back from talking about it because I wanted to bring someone like yourself, who knows a lot about it on the topic, and that's mental health. Mm. And um, obviously you're a big advocate for mental health. Um, and you have an amazing story to share with us today. And I've, I've followed, let me just say, I've followed your stuff for like a while now. And, and I've, I've, I've read stuff that you've put out. I've watched a lot of your videos, but I've, I don't know the full detail of your, of your story. And that's the reason why I got you on today, because I think um, a lot of people from, the, from my community, a lot of communities sort of listen to the podcast. And I want them to, to sort of get that exposure to, to a person like yourself who, who has you know, pretty much been through hell. Mm. And, and um, so you're a, you're a mental health advocate, you're a suicide attempt survivor, you're a youth advocate, and you're a motivational speaker. Um, and, and today, I just want you to sort of start off with your story. Because, like, as much as I can talk right now, I, I've, I'm seriously, I'm, I'm excited myself to sort of hear the story and, and to sort of gain that exposure and I want the audience to gain that exposure as well. Um, so I don't know where you want to start from. So like you can start because I want you to go through the whole story. I want you to say how it led to that point mm-hmm. where you attempted to take your own life. And, and basically that day, the days following, and I know you brought a journal with you today that we just spoke about that you 
haven't really read, which was fascinating to me because like it's been what three years or mm, well it's been, it's been six a while years since my injury. Well, six years, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, we'll talk about the journal in a sec. But um, but yeah. If so you want to start, if you want to give a little bit, bit of background on yourself. Yeah, introduce mm, yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my name is Matt Caruana. I'm a mental fitness facilitator. And I, I suppose everything you shared is, yeah, is, is on point. I, um, yeah, a lot of what I do is based around mental health and mental fitness, obviously based on my story. It's, what, it's what's brought me to where I'm at and why I'm sitting in this wheelchair right now. Though it's, the reason this came about, I would say, was because I... If you want to go to the deepest reason, it's yeah. because of my disconnection with my parents. Right. Because I felt disconnected. I, w I wanted to, you know, achieve that connection through other means. Now, going into high school, like, you know, year seven, it's exciting for me because I, I, I didn't like primary. And, you know, I was pretty popular. Yeah. Got along with people. No family struggles. Nothing like that. Good, yeah. good grades. Good at sport. From the outside, everything was look, looking pretty, right? Now, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was brought up Catholic and, you know, Catholic primary, Catholic high school was taught that, you know, everyone, like everyone has a purpose. Everything, you know, happens for a reason. Right. And that we also heard that, you know, you would find your purpose through God and through the Bible. That never sunk, it never sat well with me. So right. I just, you know, I was like, well, that, that, that doesn't make sense. So what is my purpose? What is my, you know, what is the meaning of my life? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's when I fell down into a rabbit hole because at 12 years old, how do I, how do I answer that? And so <laughs> I, I didn't like that question unanswered. So if I was dead, would anything actually change? It's hard to answer when you're alive. So I asked myself, well, do I actually add any value to society? If having a purpose is about contributing to others, what role do I play? And that's when I knew f my answer. Well, because I was you know, 12, had no job, lived home with my parents, which meant, well, if I was dead, nothing around here would be different or change. There would be more space for someone else who had more meaning and more purpose in their life. Mm. So that means that my life means nothing. That right. I'm worthless. But when, you, when you're at that age, sorry, like, because I, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of it from my perspective. I'm mm. looking at it from my childhood because I always seem to do that. I always seem to compare myself. But when I, was, when, I was, when I was 12 years old or 13, 14, I wasn't thinking about that. I was mm. thinking like, you know, like you're young, you're starting off high school, mm. you, you're starting off puberty, whatever. And you're, you know, you're, you're thinking, you thinking about on. girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, girls you have a crush on. <laughs> but you're sitting there thinking of the meaning of life, which is, which is crazy to me because at that age, like I'm that's re really, really mature. Well I was watching, yeah. I was watching Nickelodeon. I was, I was, you know, playing sports with <laughs> yeah, the boys yeah. and, and, and doing latest consoles, stuff like that. <laughs> which, which, which really, you know, sort of, yeah, it intrigues me to, to think that someone at that age were you just a bit more mature than your years or what was it that made you think about that stuff? Like, I, don't, I, I, I don't believe I was more mature or whatever. I just, yeah. I just feel like, you know, because I constantly heard it. You know, everyone's got a purpose. Everyone's got a reason. Right. And it's like, well, why am I here? What's my Where reason? did you hear it though? Was it... Just from people, interesting conversations. You know, everything right, okay. happens for a reason and all that stuff. Yeah. But it never made sense to me. And like we hear it in school and whatnot, even in the church. And, you know, and I used to think, well, why do good things happen to bad people? And mm. I don't think that anymore. But like at the time, that's what I used to think. But if everything happens for a reason, what's my reason? Why am I here? There has to be a reason. Right. As mm. in what, like in terms of the reason, what, what reason were you looking for? Why am I alive? Why am I on this planet? You know, yes. what happens after we die? Like well, what's, what was the reason that you were searching for? The reason I was searching for, if I go back to what I shared about my parents, yeah, I lacked the connection there. Right. So I was trying okay. to seek a connection within myself. Right, right, mm -hmm. okay. 
Yep. And that, I, so when I finally stepped in myself, I then, you know, experienced pain because I now labeled myself as worthless. And so mm-hmm. now I don't like, now I, I mean, I not only don't like myself, I'm dwelling on these questions, trying to change them, but I don't want to tell anyone. No one in my family, you know, they don't open up about their, their feelings. Like, both of you guys are Lebanese, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a wog thing, but my no, family, <laughs> it's definitely not. But, <laughs> <It is. laughs> but um, no one spoke about their emotions. Everyone just keeps no. to themselves. If, yeah. they, if they were upset or whatever, they'd stay in the corner, keep to themselves, stay quiet. No one would go over and address them. They'll be like, oh, you know, they need some space. It is. I think it That's is very, a thing with yeah. wog things, very with wog people, because like, it's, it's sort of like, it's, I don't know if they look of it, look at it as if there's something wrong with you. Like if you're mm. if you're not right, if you're like if, if for example you tell your Arab parents or something, oh I feel depressed or I feel like, like why are you depressed about? What are you depressed about? You know, like why? You know, and especially when you're young, they look mm. at you like, oh you have no responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. What are you depressed about? Yeah, you're twelve. Mm. Go play soccer. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm searching for the meaning of life, and you're yeah, like honestly, it's it, it is hard to think that it's still to this day is like that where mm. it's like mental health and and your emotions just exploit like like laying out your emotions is looked at as as in, like embarrassing or like oh like i don't want to do that mm. and especially as you said wog households it's, it's really hard but just in mm. in society in general in society we, in general, we yeah. judge what we see right and people tend to not want to be around negativity or stuff like that right yeah. so with that in mind everyone wants to put on a brave face for everyone we put on a smile so people, you know, are scared of what they're going to think of us. Mm. So it's easier to smile so they don't judge us rather than show who we really are and express our emotions. That's right. Now we're yep. making ourselves vulnerable, open to judgment. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the thing. We put on like a mask. It's like a... It's exactly It's what a it big is. mask that we put on and we're like, no, we're strong. But they, 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 mm-hmm. they don't... They attribute like, oh, showing emotion as weakness when it's not. It's just being real. It's being human. That's what yeah. it is. That's you, all it is. If, yeah, if yeah. you don't show emotion, you're not really a human, yeah. are you? Like you're a robot. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's it. That's it. But um, it's that. I feel we all need that natural state of experiencing and then expressing our emotions. If right. we if we don't do either one, we are suppressing our emotions, which is Definitely. exactly what I did. If yeah. you don't allow yourself to experience it, i.e., you go and escape the emotion. Yeah. If you don't allow yourself to express it, i.e., just keep it to yourself suppressing you're not accepting what's really going on though that's what would then lead like that's what i would go down like not not long after but six months later i give or take i'm now in drugs you know wow so so you're we're still when you were 12 years old so i'm now 13 now so now 13 so you're going through that you know questioning like what is the purpose what is this and you're not finding answers so you resort to drugs well not i I not consciously decided to it was like some mates like they you know Right. <laughs> you know they <laughs> oh, have a try you yeah know. legit legit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. let's just say yeah. um yeah you know somewhat of peer pressure but the reason i said yes mm-hmm. was you know he asked me well matt do you want to smoke some pot tonight and i was like mm. look man i'm good all i know about you know drugs is what i've learned from school right and yep. he's like yep. all right well forget about that dude just trust me it just mellow you out and make have you a drag f- you know just relax. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'll mellow you out and make you feel good okay right yeah. those words really clicked with me and that like left a mark on me because mellow me out make me feel good i've been feeling depressed now for six months that's right i looked like an anyone. escape exactly yeah. right yeah 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 and so it was, it was an intuitive response i just said yeah and i right. you know smoked up that night and sure enough i'm not feeling that so down so mm-hmm. anxious or whatnot no i'm just you know i'm feeling cool so you had a so when you had that first obviously when you had that first you know yeah, smoke yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of weed or whatever it was 
you you sort of sat back and you're like oh you know what now i feel sort of mellowed out relaxed mm. and it did it sort of mask the pain or did it like did it make you just give you like a big escape that you were searching for? When you're high, you don't realize it's an escape. You just, right. you, you're just in that, in that space. Yeah, I don't right? know. I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, you're just not familiar with it, right? You yeah. just, but when you're sober and you wake up the next morning, you're like, wait, no shit. These thoughts are back. Right. And I'm not feeling okay. like how I once did. And now I'm okay. comparing it, right? Yeah. And you know, and so like I skated with my mates like for the day but when i went back home that night all i'm thinking is i found my answer yeah right i found my escape and this is what's going to help me and you know i did my best to and this was my one thing i needed very very clear with none of my friends or family can know about this why everyone at school everyone in my grade shunned one girl because she had smoked weed and because she had right. uh, had sex with the guy from outside of school right okay and she got slammed and she ended up leaving school and, it was and you didn't want to fall down that. You're like, no. Nah. I, I didn't want anyone knowing. And, right. and my family, Just, yeah. dad would kick me out of the house or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? And so I <laughs> kept things to myself. Like, that's yeah. what he said to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right. And so I eventually came across a guy. Now, we just start off with just pot. But uh, let's just say like when I was going to leave him the first time I met him, he gave me a, like a half a gram for free of Coke. Yeah. And um, let's just say that... <laughs> that hooked that, me right like, okay. just like, oh, coke is different coke is like it's not like weed it's just it's very different yeah and yeah. But, but the thing was yeah he was like look man it's your first line it, it's not gonna, not gonna kill you i'll do it, i'll do it with you yeah and so we did and yeah i mean you know and, back. well the thing about it was i went through that bag pretty quick and went back to him right okay but coke's not cheap and coke's no, not free definitely not. and definitely so not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted me to start dealing to keep it up Right. Wow. So well, you what had, age are you at this point? I'm still 13. This, wow. is, this is still like wow, the Christmas man. holidays are going into year eight. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I've... So was that the same guy, the guy that supplied you with the Coke, was that the same guy as the weed guy? Like from the very first time? Yeah. No. So the, the, the first time yeah. I smoked pot, I was with some friends from a, from a skate park. I used, okay. go, I used to go to my grandparents' house every week. And yeah. before I'd go there, I used to go to the local skate park and yeah. hang out there for about an hour or so. You hang out there enough, you become mates with some people. Yeah. And mm. so right. just eventually hung out and yeah. So then this guy sort of hooks you on the heavier stuff, if you like. Yeah, right? I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, sorry. Yeah, so so you get you get on the you get on the coke. Mm. But that's that's a very different high to a to weed. Yeah. Right? It is very different, mm. yeah. So how do you sort of what hooks you on to the coke? It's it's just like, oh, well, it, it's trying a, something it, it's new. It's a different high, but the thing is, I mean, like, I'm not trying to glorify drugs here or anything like that, but, yeah. you know, I, the feeling of being invincible, I sort right, of just, okay, I, yeah, I, yeah. I lost myself with that. Right, okay. And I, you know, fell in love with it. And, okay. and, and that, that was my, I, I thought was my escape. Though mm. I made it very clear to myself as well. I, I cannot take this too far. If only for when I'm getting seriously down, I'm going to use. Right. And I'm being like, you know, every like but two or three like days. Yeah, but, yeah. um, <laughs> But yeah, and yeah, that was a whirlwind in itself being a dealer at that age and all the stuff you experience. But it was a girl that I met in so same school. Yeah. She became my girlfriend. I hid everything from her. All the drugs, all the, drugs, everything. All the emotions, hid everything. Right. And because she was so wow. innocent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the last thing you, you want to tell your girl is that, you know... You're a, I'm, you're I'm, a dealer I'm, and you're <laughs> taking drugs yeah, and you're, right. you don't expect that. I'm a 13, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, 
but she was so innocent, man. Like, yeah, I couldn't tell her. Yeah. Though she found out that some of my mates at school had started smoking pot and that at a local house party, I joined them. So she, she found out behind your back. Yeah, she, yeah. and she didn't like that. And she, then she approaches me and gives me an ultimatum. Look, you take me, I'll take the drugs. You just one mm. or the other. And in that moment, I was caught, but I had to, I felt like I just had to, you know, share the truth with her. And so I did. I shared my emotions, how I was feeling. I wasn't just weed, that it was coke as well. I was dealing to keep it up. Just pulled it all out. Yeah, I, yeah. I did. And, um, and she thanked me for sharing, but she's still like, Matt, one or the other. Just, I can't have both. It's, wow. too, it's toxic. And, you know, to her face, I said, look, I'm, I'm going to leave it. But it took me a while after that to actually stop. You know, just... Thinking. So you, you obviously chose her. You didn't choose the drugs. Long term. Yeah, I did. Uh, initial, initially, right, okay, initially yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, you're like, like oh, who the fuck are you? Yeah, How yeah, dare yeah. you? Did you? Who do you think you are? Like, yeah, you, you don't understand. Yeah. But yeah. nah, nah, nah. Uh, but that, that was a... I've got to say, her doing that was a, was a brilliant thing. Like, was at blessing. that time it's a blessing man. a blessing yeah. for like especially being so young like mm. she could have just went no nah, you know it doesn't matter it is what it is yeah yeah but like she actually you know being what 13 whatever 13 mm. 14 and saying it's either me or the drugs and giving you that ultimatum I it's say like a first wake-up call kind it's of thing first yeah. wake-up call it, it, yeah. it, it was yeah. yeah even though i didn't view it as an issue no right mm, i yeah. mean yeah but, but at that time when you when she gave you the ultimatum how often were you taking drugs? Were you like full blown? Like, no, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't full blown. It was like, yeah. like I said, every two to three days, I was, you okay. know, right, having yep. having a bump or whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah, just you know, that really challenged me because yep. she's only she's only been in my life for four months, but I've been using this for eight months. I mean, yeah. who, what is like, she? I've like? known the drugs more than you. Yeah, exactly. You, know exactly. Like, you actually think like that. You do. The drugs it, becomes like a person. Mm. You can't sort of like well, you, you it becomes your connection because yeah. 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 and that's the connection I was craving this entire time. Yeah, and she wants to take that away from me. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Right. Interesting. So you, you just said that. So you found the connection through the drugs. Well, I thought it was. You it, thought it was. It's an illusion, but yeah, it's an illusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, th it was November that year. So it took me three months to actually get off everything. Yeah. Um. Well, let's just say it was just coke at the time. Yeah. But um, and then I started getting into other habits. So I started, you know. DJing, playing guitar, going right. to the gym. So gym was the start. Good habits in a way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, 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 so. Yeah. With the gym. So when I got off drugs, when I got off coke, I was extremely skinny. Right. Everyone, everyone, so here we go. Everyone, 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 <laughs> yeah. everyone in my family's like, mate, you need to start eating more than freaking out yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, um, and, you see these models, right? The six pack, the muscles, and it's jacked, absolutely right? jacked. Yeah, when you oh, go to gyms, yeah, those yeah. big guys that you see, you know, that's it. That's, that's what you, you want to become. All Natty, all Natty. Yeah. And so I, I, I started going to the gym. Yeah. The thing was, when I started the gym, quickly people, not just in my grade but older grades, started realizing at school. Like, I'll never forget. I was in the change rooms. It's yeah. like a, a couple of weeks after starting the gym. Yeah. And the boys that were two grades above me. Yeah, we're saying, Matt, you you bulking up, you jacked, holy shit! And you were and like just going to the gym, like yeah, eating yeah. right, yeah, right, right. And okay, and yeah. and mm. so wait, wait, and so hear me out, right? Yeah. All this external validation coming on. Yeah. Holy shit! Look at Matt. Even yeah. at the end of that year, right? The end of the year it was year nine camp. Oh, I'll never forget this because we're out on the beach. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, out on the beach, <laughs> took off my shirt, yeah. and one of my mates came to me and said, "Oi, sir, was talking shit about you." You're saying you're on, you're on gear and all this stuff, and I'm right. like, and I'm like, right, wow. And then now they're they're asking, are you on steroids? 
you, that's and you were you all natty. natty. You, you were all natty at that point. I always told everyone, I suppose so. Right. I'm natty, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Or, or yeah. I would change it up and I, 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 I'd play with it. But I was fixated and I loved the idea that people liked, thought that I was on steroids. Validation. Mm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. The, the connection. That, right. was my, uh, that was my illusion of connection at the time. Yeah. And so... You know, and you know, end of year holidays. I'm thinking to myself, I want to come back six weeks from now, and no one's going to recognize me. I want to put on all this weight, and I did. And let's just say I ended up bulking for eight months, put on 30 kilos. Wow! In, in four months, I dropped 20 of it, and I did all of this for one photo. Now, at the, one photo because at so back um, as was, was after that camp, yeah. I had this vision on my profile photo to be me at this particular pose. I knew what pose it was going to be. I knew how it was going to look. Shredded. And let's just say I, I nailed it. Like, okay, so I, you look shredded. I, I, right, right, right. I, I achieved it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I posted it. And dude, if there was a front or a smile to put on for the world that I'm doing good, it was this. All oh, the likes. I'd love to see this photo. All the likes, comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's still up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, likes, comments, uh, friend requests, messages from girls, all that jazz was all coming in, right? Right. Mm. So, and I've gone all Top the, of the world. That's it, right? Literally. That's yeah. it. And yeah. everyone views me like that. It's funny because a week later, a week after that photo is taken, everyone's believing, oh, he's the most confident guy in the world. I go to try and end my own life because of all the pain that I feel inside and all the external validation in the world that I got was not enough to heal the internal wound that was there all along. Wow. So, mm. hang on. So, you put that photo and then a week later, tried a to end A week later. Life. Go and try to, yeah, end my life. Because that validation kind of wears off. Is that is that what it is? Well, there's that, but it's also a false image. You put it's 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 you're putting on a show putting for on a show. Yeah. Exactly right. It's that's all it is, and my whole journey was that hiding my emotions, keeping them to myself, not showing anyone how I was really feeling, and I was lying wow. to to my girl. You know, I told her the truth when I you know when she caught me smoking at that party, but. I basically kept it from her. I yeah, did, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to. Didn't want to tell anyone. Kept it all to myself, man. So a lot of it was just false images, mm. just false mm. images, false images, and then obviously you get to that point where it's like, but I don't understand. So you you got to that point where you were like, you got your dream body, your dream physique. It's what you worked for. Yeah. And then to go a week later and try to end your to try to end your life. How does that happen? Like, who, I'm, who cares? You're worthless. Right. It's literally that. It's mm. like, it's like, it's all that's on my mind. Yeah. I have that photo up and everyone believes yeah. me and, and like, they see me like that, but th what I think and what I feel doesn't change. Mm. Right. Th those beliefs are still solid. Right. If anything, they're more solid because now I'm relying on something external to affect me internally. Right. That's okay. the, the, that's an empty mm. bucket right there. Right. It can't be, yeah, you, you can't fill that one up. So it was just a, it was just a big disguise, you know, and, and that validation was, wasn't enough because you still didn't find that connection you were looking for. Yeah. Mm. Right. And, and I just, I, I, I'm still sort of like, how does someone go to the, get to the point? And I, I'm going to ask the question, like please, how please, does someone please. get to the point of what age ending is this, their... What you don't mind me asking? 16. So that was when you were 16. Wow. How does someone get to the point of ending their life? Like, like considering, I know there's a lot of factors that can sort of, make you think like oh you know what about this what about this what about this what about that but you had nothing there there's none of that it was just i want to die and i just want to you know leave this planet basically 
I didn't view it as me just leaving this planet. I view this also as me doing everyone in the world a favor. I was worthless. I was taking up space for someone else who had more meaning in their life. Why was I still here? And I believed it for so long. And yeah, I've got the body and everything, but that doesn't change the beliefs. The beliefs stay the same right. until something shifts them. Right. And the thing was, they didn't shift. And when you're hiding an immense amount of pain for such a long period of time, it comes up eventually. It's like this water bottle here, right? Like, yeah. it's what, 600 mils? Yeah. And, you know, just as an analogy, right? As, as water comes up, right? You said as, as an emotion, right? Mm. The water level is like, let's say here, right? Yeah. And the emotion, let's say you have, you, you have two options, accept it or suppress it. Let's say right. you choose to suppress it and put your fist in the water. The fist don't go through the water, the water will rise as a result. You're only increasing right. the intensity of it. But if that emotion comes up again, it's already at a higher state. And if you keep suppressing to the point where it fills to the top, it's at 600 mils, if you fist through the water, what are you going to do? It's going to just spill everywhere. Spill everywhere. Right? Mm. But it's going to make a mess to everything around it. That's a breaking point. A breaking right. point affects people, not just you, but the people around you as well. But that's because you explode. Though, what's a water bottle for? You buy it to fucking drink it. That's <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We accept our emotions, the water level drops. Okay. Right? And what, is, uh, what happens with water when we drink it? We piss it out. So when you say accept your emotions, so deal with right. it, basically. Deal, no, not just deal with it, but experience it. Because experience dealing it. with it, people could take it in the wrong way. Some people say dealing with it as like, oh, I don't want to think this. I don't want to think that. And they resist themselves to feel it. It's like, right. no, allow the emotion to run its course express so experiencing then expressing that that's the two things that come with drinking the water right right is firstly being aware that there's water there drinking yep. it actually accepting it and then pissing out the, <laughs> the authenticity All right the, yeah which yeah. is which is the expression which is me saying so firstly be aware accept then be authentic about it right be aware so the action of pissing it out is basically just expressing expressing it expressing your emotions. okay all right yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense i've never heard that analogy but that makes a lot of sense but yeah that's Instead how holding it, it in a lot of sense it, yeah yeah exactly right yeah, yeah. Mm. so that so that day mm. would you can you can we get into that day please you? please yeah. so, so it's january 9th 2016 january 9th 2016 right so mm. did you have plans or did you just wake up that day and be like today's a day or it was it premeditated was it mm, okay was it premeditated how I was going to do it, where I was going to do it, the time of day I was going to do it was right. all planned. Everything was planned. Not when. Not, Not when. when. I knew, so basically around the time I had that visual, like the idea of how this, this topless photo of Matt was going to look like, yep. I knew exactly how I was going to go and end my life. I'd been planning for ages. I always thinking, you know, when you're having these thoughts for so long, I was constantly thinking of ways to do it, what and all this stuff. And mm. let's just say like, I, I can't with the, it's like I've read a script in a way. Right. And and the, the night it came was like it was like the the the, the yeah. What do you call it? <laughs> like, like, the, 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 like the movie, the movie basically. Yeah, yeah the movie. Like, literally. The, like that, that. As I say, like the ending. Yeah. Like mm. the big finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The basically. premiere. Right. Basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I visualized it day in, day out, day in, day out, and January 9th comes, and this is a day before we're supposed to go on a holiday as a family. Right, and wow. that that didn't mean anything at the time. I mean, I, I was a Saturday. Woke up, and you know, I'm usually an early riser, five five thirty. Wake up, make brekkie and all that stuff. But yeah. I, I was up a lot later. And yeah. Mum's like, "What are you? What are you doing, Matt? You gonna come train with me today? Like, 
we're going to the gym together or what? I'm like, mom, don't worry. I'm going to give it a miss today. She's like, Matt, you've been going six days a week since you've started. You haven't missed a day and it's a Saturday. Right. You have nothing on. What's going on? Mm. I'm like, mom, I'm tired. I just don't feel it. Yeah. Right. 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 And, and you knew it was at that point, you knew it was that day. Not, not at this you, point. Not at this you point. You didn't know. Okay. Right. Not at this right. point. No, no, no. And, but like, don't get me wrong. I started the day, obviously, you know, <laughs> a low note, so to speak. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, going about that day, I didn't really do much. Helped my dad with a couple of things, but I didn't talk to any of my friends, not my girlfriend. You know, she was out with her friends. I didn't want to disturb her or nothing. Right. But it was that night where I was just, you know, playing guitar and I put my guitar down because, you know, everyone's lights upstairs are off and they're in bed. So I'm like, all right, let's stop making noise. It's about 10.30 or so. And I just lay in my bed, just listening to some quiet music, just staring at the roof. You know, constantly thinking about those, you know, remember those three questions? Yeah. <laughs> if they were heavy at the start, let's just say they're at a point now where I, I couldn't bring to words. Yeah. Bec- I mean, because they bring me to a place where I'm like, you know what? I've been thinking and feeling this way now for what, four years? Right. What am I waiting for? If, if, I, if I believe this, if this is the truth, what am I waiting for? Why don't I fulfill my answer? And so I shut my laptop and pull out my phone. I went to my contacts to see if anyone might care the slightest bit. And the only person was my ex. I spent wow. like half an hour just throwing thoughts into a message and just, wow. yeah, not really thinking about what I was going to say. Let's just say like, when you know, like <laughs> it's yeah. coming to an end, you don't hold back and you just... It's sort of like that careless, like who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. So everything just sort of came out yeah. except what I was going to do. I, I did not want to say that oh right i didn't want to tell i was going to end my life but let's just say if you read the message you know damn it well was, i was going to do yeah, it yeah yeah and that wasn't a i mean like a question i asked often was that a cry for help well i locked my phone and kept my phone on the bed and put on my sneakers straight away i didn't want anything stopping me so you just you just said right. okay that's it put my phone on the side and at that point you knew that it was going to happen at that point i knew for for a, a, an absolute fact the yeah i even stuck out of my house right it's what it's like nearly 11 o'clock at night and so mm. there's this window in my garage like, that it was like big enough to, you know to step out of and you know usually when i used to sneak out i used to leave it just a crack open just to sneak back in right but there's no thought, it open. no thought of that no thought of that i shut it wow i knew for a fact that wasn't coming back that night because because now if i came back i had to face my parents because I now the, the house is locked. I need to weigh in. But not only do I need to face my parents, why are we out? Now I've got to tell them the truth. So mm. I, I, I get myself, like <laughs> my thoughts were that clear at the time that I just didn't want it, anything else to happen. But no hesitation at all. Like no like... Well, 15 minute walk from my place to the, to the local shopping center. There's plenty of time to have That's a That's a long thought. time to think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a long right. time to think, That's man. That's a pretty long time. Yeah, and um, let's just say I get on the roof and there isn't no thought no thought at all no, no like my no. parents nothing like no one cares i'm worthless mm. but but still people like right like it's the thought of death right people yeah. sort of fear death there's like what well, they do yeah but you you were like nah i'm just this is happening we'll get this right i'm actually afraid of scared <laughs> i'm actually scared of heights and you're scared of heights <laughs> oh wow wow man. wow <laughs> so you chose i'm scared the, of heights too <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the and um, <laughs> like it's, it's 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 funny to like I suppose like yeah, it, it like, is it's to, to look at like like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's 
when like if I was to give you like a monologue of my thoughts at the time, it'd give you freaking nightmares. I was really scared of heights for the longest time. And but the monologue of thoughts that were going through my mind at the time, they felt like they they weren't even mine at the same time. Right. Yeah, it's it's like there are thoughts inside my head, but if it's So like, it's like something was telling you something. It, it that's what it feels like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. And you feel there's no other way. And you just go by that command and it's one question I get asked quite a lot is what what was going through your mind after you jumped? That's what I was going to get to because mm. I, I hear I've heard stories of other people that have s- sort yeah. of survived suicide attempts and they say that's the moment that they regret. Mm. Or so so leading up just before you jumped, still no hesitation. You would like no last. I'm going to do this. No, like um, even like just a bit of nerves or anything or. I played the movie out how I had it in my mind almost exactly out in real life. I got on the roof. I walked, I walked as I saw like where I was going to jump and I knew exactly the, 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 the point on the building. Wow. Because I, I planned this is the highest point that's going to land on concrete. I wow. mean, there was no hesitation. Wow. It's like I knew for certain that this was all that my life was meant for and all my, my life was leading towards that I, I started running, slam my hands on the railing and throw myself off. There was no wow. hesitation. So this was just this was no emotion. Just I I, I I I really believed it was yeah. Right, and then obviously the moment the moment you just jumped off that railing. Was there a time? I don't know how much you remember mm. from obviously falling to the ground, but that time between jumping off and falling to the ground. Mm. You hear a lot about people saying that's when the regret comes in. Mm. Was that still like? How was that for you? That moment you jumped off. Just that moment as you jumped off. There was only one thought and that was finally. Wow. And I mean, I... Yeah, like, and like... It was... Yeah. I mean, after that thought, it was pretty much black. I don't remember hitting the floor or, or whatnot. But um, yeah, it was just finally. I Because I, 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 when I say I visualized it, I mean constantly constantly for a, over a year it was playing in your head this whole time for yeah, a year yeah and then you finally done it and you're like like that's like that's it that's exactly how you pictured it literally yeah the whole right. law of attraction thing let's say i, I subconsciously knew it at 15 yeah, yeah, 16 yeah. years old and um wow. yeah visualizing that in it yeah anyways i don't need to repeat myself but yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. wow and then and then obviously yeah, like where do you go from there? Like obviously, it's hard to comprehend that. It's just at so that hard. Age, yeah, you know, it's mm. just hard at sixteen to years old, and and like I said before, like I'm only comparing myself because of, of course, my of own experience. Fair which enough. Was fair enough. A bit different to yours, definitely. Um, but yeah, at sixteen years old, then just you know, and and you hear about it a lot. You hear about a lot of young people mm. that commit suicide, and and a lot of young men, and and what is mm. it? Seventy five percent of suicides. Of yeah. suicides is men. And, and it's just a silent killer. So you, you jump off that building and then obviously there comes a point where you are in hospital. Mm. Yeah. And you wake up and you think, what's the first thought? Like, what, what was the first thought? Do you remember the moment you woke up? I remember thinking it was an afterlife. You remember like, the, like, I, 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 this I, I, it's busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm in hospital. I can't function off my body. Yeah. You yeah. know, boots, cast, neck yeah. brace. It's not a great afterlife. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh, this, is, this doesn't <laughs> look like you didn't imagine it like that. <laughs> but I didn't wake up for two weeks. Two weeks. Induced coma. Wow. All right. And 
and um so when i woke up yeah you, you just if there's one thing that i remember vividly though i mean even though i was heavily medicated and whatnot you know it's just one thought it's that i mean you know if, if i was worthless before my injury i only wanted to end my own life you know not only for me but for everyone else if I was worthless beforehand, how pathetic am I now for the fact that I'd failed at the one thing I wanted to do? Oh my God. Yeah. Well, like, and wow. not, not only am I mentally and emotionally in the same place, physically, I'm now <laughs> more challenged. I've got a spinal cord injury, a brain injury, all these freaking injuries, 35 in total. And just, it just really messed with me at the time because I kept thinking, why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? So you never thought of it as like a, so obviously the first thought was like, wow, I failed. Even, even like something like, ending my own life and and i came back and i and it didn't happen something that you visualized for a long time and it didn't happen mm. Mm. so the first thought wasn't obviously i have like, a second chance alive, or, or yeah, i have a second no. chance it was just like damn now it's even because now because you can't feel or function half your body you start right. freaking out right it's right. like anxiety kicks in what, yeah, yeah. W what's this going on right and <laughs> like I'm, I'm i'm basically bedridden and I, right. I basically didn't leave the hospital bed for, like for a month. Yep. Yeah. And, and then wow. even when I did like finally get into the spinal ward after a month, I wasn't able to push my own wheelchair. God, no. I had one of those chairs where other people had to push you. They didn't right. trust me with my own one. But I broke both my wrists. You can probably see the scar still there. Like, wow. so I was in a power chair for ages, but they gave me the shittiest one because they didn't trust me with it. <laughs> oh, right. And the th and the th anyway, anyways, anyways, I don't, get, I don't get lost on that tangent. But being in hospital, right? You're 16 years old. You're in a spinal ward. They all got one question on their mind. Everyone, everyone, the, the other patients, what do they all talk about? What happened? Why are you here? Are you but you're 16. Here? You're so young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, yeah. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Yeah, exactly, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, on a spinal ward, you can't get away with saying you had an accident. No. <laughs> right? Mm. So I said I had a fall. That's the most I would, I would ever say. I was so embarrassed and ashamed right. for the fact that I had failed. But it wasn't just the people in the spinal ward. People that came to visit. People your that, family. Like your parents. That's the first people that I was going to ask about. Like... Well, so and so my everyone that was really close to me they knew what happened they knew that it was a obviously let's suicide let, let's just say i did my absolute best of hiding my emotions i did no effort in hiding my attempt right i didn't i mean because when you feel I like mean, it, it's when you feel like yeah. it's over you, I mean, you don't really you don't think about that yeah, yeah. and yeah and so when i was so anyways let's just say there were some tradies doing some construction in the area at the time and they called the cops about 5.30 in the morning. Oh, so they, they found me. But then... So they found you. You, you, you no one actually saw, obviously, because it was late at night. Mm. No one saw you there until... Because you'd done it, what, at 11 the night before. Yeah. So you were laying there for, what, six, six hours? hours. Yeah, wow. yeah. And um, at 5.30 in the morning, tradies come, they find me and my dad had woken up but he realizes I'm not home because, you know, we're supposed to go on a holiday today. Yeah, yeah. And... Where's Matt? Wow. And so, you know, mm. they searched the house, freak out. They called the cops and they put the two calls together and like, your son has attempted suicide. He's at the... Wow. He's at the... Imagine, like... Yeah. You can imagine the, the emotion that... Like, the thought process of just hearing that. Or mm. as of... Like... As of anyone in my family. And this is one thing that honestly goes through my mind quite a lot. What was it... What would it be like to wake up your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, or whoever, your son or daughter is not home but to find out they went and tried to end their own life. And and mm. you being basically clueless to the fact that mm. they were thinking you, you, about you, that. You didn't see it coming. 
at all no. at all because you you said you master your emotions so at all they did not see anything coming and then you were going on holiday that day so they yeah. were literally the getting ready f- to yeah, go for a holiday was the first thoughts would probably be did i do enough to well not even it would yeah. just be shock it'd, it'd just, just be, be like shock and like yeah mm. I, I can't imagine that i actually yeah. want to touch on that with this with, with that journal. journal yeah 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 um because while i was in while i was in icu I, i'm not sure who who bought it but someone close to me obviously they bought this journal as a way of processing their own thoughts but also sending yep. me a message while i wasn't responsive and they um yeah so when they came to so when people came to visit they would write in it and let's just say at the time when i found out what the journal was about i never opened it at the time yeah. i was like I, I don't i don't want anything to do with it just like too much leave it to, leave it leave yeah it. yeah right yeah. the way i was thinking at the time i was just like piss off i don't want anything to do with it yeah never opened it and yeah so anyway, it was anyways. literally just close people in your family writing in this anyone that would visit you would write in this journal mm, i never saw anyone write in it because you was, were unresponsive I was, yeah i was yeah. unresponsive mm. and wasn't awake right. but um but yeah that's crazy man and and, and i think it's 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 an amazing thing that they did that mm. because in those two weeks it would have been you obviously were unresponsive so you would have known what the emotions everyone was going through mm. and it would have been a bit of a blur for a lot of people Oh, yeah. like your parents like people you know that are very close to you it would have been a, b- a big blur like for the first two weeks just the shock everything just rushing in and that journal to be able to sit there and write and express emotions i think yeah it's it's very valuable well it's yeah, very, very, very valuable. valuable yeah it's a very powerful way for them yeah. to yeah not only share their support and love but also for them to process yeah and yeah but anyways so i'm, I'm in hospital right and everyone's asking me what happened what happened what happened People in, people in public, people that Everyone come to visit. Like, Everyone wants to know. Who's this mm-hmm. kid in the chair? Right? And anyways, it was the week before I left hospital. So it's now three and a half, nearly four months into my hospital stay. Yeah. And I went with my mum from St. Leonard's, went to Penrith to get some these two piercings on my eyebrow. Right. And, you know, got them done. And I was, yeah. you know, feeling feeling happy. I was like, yeah. you know, I was like, yeah, check me out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked bling, it. Bling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I liked it. And, but it was, you know, the train ride back to the hospital. Man, this complete bogan just comes on the train. Like, and I never met him in my life. And he just, before he even sits down. So this, sorry, this was like how long after the, the incident? So this is like nearly four months. Right, okay. Yeah, so you, injury, you were yeah. just like, yeah, you went to get your pissing and you're just on the train now. Just yeah, with my mom, I'm still in hospital. But yeah, but like, you know, I'm yeah. there to get my piercing, got yeah. it done, train ride back. This guy yeah. comes on the train. Now, before he even sits down, he looks to, to his right. He's just like, what did you do to yourself? Looks at you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> because you were obviously in the wheelchair. Well, 16 years old, scrawny, yeah. skinny. Yeah. Who, who's this kid in the wheelchair? What yeah. happened to you? What, what did you do to yourself? What could possibly happen to you? That yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. At that age, yeah. And I, dude, I, 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 I can't tell you guys, like it just sort of just came out. I never told anyone. I always said I had a fall, I had an accident, but you know, maybe how happy I felt because of these piercings, but yeah. also how blunt and abrupt he was. He was pretty loud. Yeah. It just came out. And I said, I attempted suicide. Wow. Yeah. So you just ripped it off like a bandit, like just told the guy. Yeah. And he laughed at me and he said, it was pretty fucking stupid, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well, it's not, someone, but, I mean, not what I expected, but yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not what I expected, yeah. <laughs> right, and, and, and so, 
Did you have like, a laugh about it at least at the time? Or was that it was like it's just like what? Like, <laughs> what's the thing, right? Like you don't know how to respond. Yeah, right? it's, it's like, a just you just deal with him because you, you, it's a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But he wants to sit down across from me and have a conversation too. So yeah, but wow. why not? Well, typical it, old. I mean, you said old Aussie bogan. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's right, honestly, like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. If there's one, one stereotype one to fit that. Say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the next morning, man, I woke up with a sense of lightness and it was just strange, right? And like, this is the first time I went and willingly saw my social worker without her having to chase me up. Right. Partly because I wanted to show her my piercings, but partly because I actually want to share with that guy on the train that said. story, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the hell happened, right? Yeah. And, you know, she said, Matt, you know, this is the first time you've told the truth for four months, yeah. right? And yeah. you've woken up feeling lighter. Yeah. I don't know, Matt, put the two together. And she asked me a question that I, I swear will never leave me because I didn't want to hear it at the time. Right. What if you were to open up to the people close to you in life? Could you potentially strengthen the relationship you already have with them? Wow. I basically cut the conversation and just left the room because I didn't want to hear that. Mm. Right. But what she said was so powerful and it really stuck with me because with like the whole incident with the guy on the train made so much sense. And, you know, my, my girlfriend was coming to visit me that afternoon. So I was like, well, why don't, you know, why don't I, let's give it a Just crack. Try and open up. Yeah. 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 And I, 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 I did. And yeah, she, let's just say, <laughs> not only was she in tears, I, and like, so was I. In that moment, she said, Matt, this is the first time in our relationship where I've, I never felt closer to you and I've never loved you more. Wow. Now, this is my thought process at, at that time, right? Here I am, four months ago, I was bulked, uh, bulked up, ripped, skinny, not skinny, like lean, shredded, muscular, yeah, yeah. shredded, right? Mm. Looking great <clears throat> physically. Now I'm in hospital in a wheelchair, not able to function or feel half my body. Vulnerable. Vulnerable, yeah. right? And, 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 you know, all these injuries and I'm, I've, I've, all my weights just dropped. I mean, why would you love me? But she did. And she said, Matt, it's because you were real for the first time. Mm. And wow. that just struck she me. She connected to the real Matt, not the That's previous it. version the of The real Matt. you. That's it. Yeah. Not, not the front. The, the version that people yeah. wanted you to be was the previous version. But now you, you're being true to yourself. Basically yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And this is the first time she saw that. And, you know, our relationship grew closer. My social work was right. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll talk to some of my mates. And don't get me wrong. Not everyone knows how to Firstly, to have these conversations. It's, it's hard, hard to, with mates, so, man. It's, like lot, it's, so, it's, no, it's, it's yeah, hard yeah, to yeah. deal with, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of my mates, they didn't want to... They, they, we sort of just drifted, but I found out who my true mates were and who valued me as much as I valued them. And that was really key for me because I had some you know, true friendships. And the two people who I swore were never going to know and where this, I suppose, all sort of stemmed from, though it's not their fault, my parents, who I yeah. felt really disconnected with, I started finally opening up to them. Telling them the story, basically. And I, and I told them everything, right? Yeah. And it's like, naturally, our just relationship just grew closer because now they were seeing Matt for Matt, not Matt for the front he wants you to see. Right, mm. right. And before, you would, never, you would never open up to him about... No. Would, like, in terms of relationship before that, would you say it was, it was a good relationship? So, like, would you, would you talk to him often? Would you, like, constantly, like, you know, as a son would do? I kept my distance, right. very much okay. kept my distance. And, and like, it's, it's like, we're never on bad terms, 
But no. it's always like, all right, this is what you get to see and this is what I really am. Okay. Whether it's with the drugs, whether it's with the, the whatever, right? The emotions. I just kept it all to myself. But you get to see the side of me. Yep. That yep. was mm. almost with everyone in my life. Right. When it came to the emotions, but my parents a little bit more so because, you know, you know, that don't want to get kicked out of the house for whatever. It was and, as you go back to that, yeah. like that, that walk parent sort of like, I don't know. It's sort of, it's like hard. It's hard. I know it's because I don't know. Well, are your parents it's hard to open up. Yeah. Pardon? Are your parents like traditional? Not hardcore. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So if you, as you said, like they kick you out of the house and stuff. Obviously, that's uh, what it's a normal parent would do. Yeah. But but, like, <laughs> but but um but like yeah like it's 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 hard. It's very hard. Like it's I, I know I know how it is. Like it's when you want to open up about certain topics, it's like, where do you start? Like what do you say? How do you express it? That that's the thing. How and, how. And, yeah and the great place to start is with what you're feeling yeah right and so it's like i feel x i feel this i feel that and i mean the biggest blessing that i had at the time was hospital they right. they kept me back because they weren't sure i was ready to leave because of my emotional state physically mm -hmm. i was ready to go like I, I adapted to rehab very quickly yeah and, but when it came to mentally. my mentally i wasn't ready and i'm very blessed they kept me there because what it gave me was a space where i was forced to feel my emotions when I said earlier on, we have to experience and express our emotions, I was forced to experience them. I couldn't go get high like I used to. I couldn't just go to the gym and blast myself. Mm. I couldn't do whatever, right? No, yeah. I, I'm stuck in a situation where I'm by myself and I need to feel my emotions. Right. The one thing I had suppressed for so freaking long is now the one thing I'm forced to do. And now this guy on the train and what my social worker said to me, and now I'm doing the one thing that I resisted for so long, which was also talking up. Being right. real, basically Being just, real. yeah, right. Being real. I'd never yeah. done it before. And that was, that was so confronting, so confronting. There was the end of that year. My social worker, the same one, she asked me to come back to the hospital just for a meeting. So yeah. I'm home at this stage yeah. and she's, and she's like, Matt, I've got an opportunity. You can share your story to about give or take 30 or so young people. Right. But I want, I want to take you back to the guy on the train. Do you remember what, what opening up to that guy did for you? Yeah. Like what was it? That just right yeah, yeah like you just some guy on the train and that was like basically one of the first people you opened up to it, well, yeah the first person right literally like like a weight lifted off your shoulder sort yeah. of thing. well that's it right but then she says then she's like well matt what if you could help others help you at the same time yeah right we're sharing your exactly. story yeah, yeah. and uh, and let's just say i never liked talking never did <laughs> never enjoyed it yeah but there was a voice inside of me calling before i had any thought and i just said yes you know that just this feeling in my heart that just said matt if this you, is it like it's like it's like the yeah. complete certainty and it's like if yeah. i help someone how would that feel yeah shit and so i just said yes and three months later march in 2017 was my first time my first time sharing i was nervous i was shaking i was yeah all these thoughts going in my head of the, the first point. time speaking like to a lot of people in a crowd right basically right, yeah. your story like your story as well your yeah true emotion and they're all the same age as me so they're probably judging wow. me and all this stuff yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. these things going on yeah, in my yeah, mind yeah. but they came up to me after and thanked me and they shook my hand they said inspired them they got a lot from it and that like I, it's I, like your calling basically <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> your true meaning this is, my this true is meaning. it you know yeah. yeah i left the room but and i kept it all to myself and just just 
when I was by myself, I just couldn't help. Just, I just gush. Just, yeah. Just all these tears just, out. just yeah, come yeah, out, right? Yeah. It's like in, in in my mind, there's like two voices going on right now. You're worthless. You're a piece of shit. Mm. But wait, no, you inspired someone. That's someone right. got a lot out of today and That's you right. helped someone. You're mm. a value. Wait a minute. Maybe this isn't the truth. That's right. It's not like I'm no longer depressed. I was still feeling this way for a while. Though what I found was when I kept at that program and when I left school, like that year, essentially, yeah, I went back to back to school to start running workshops. Yeah, yeah. Going to the corporate world at conferences, universities, wow. whatever. So you just, your life just like flipped in a way. Not like that, but just yeah. gradually, right? And gradually, so yeah. when I, so when I finally found speaking firstly and then kept at it and then finally started getting to schools myself and all that stuff. Let's just say when I matched what I loved, which was inspiring people with what I did every day, I started becoming fulfilled. Yeah. And I started becoming truly happy. Now, am I speaking every day, running workshops every day? Unfortunately not. No. I would love to, don't get me wrong, but I'm doing steps along the way to make that happen. That's whether it's a it workshop is. or working with someone one-on-one -on -one or whether it's a social it's one media post, a, mm. a phone call, a conversation like this. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. this is why I was so excited for today. True, man. Truthfully, man. Like, it's these little things that are stepping stones alongside what I love, what's meaningful to me, my purpose. Am I doing that every day? I'm living a fulfilled life where I can wake up at 4.30 and say, no, I'm fucking excited for the day. That's not, it. oh my God, the sun's not out yet. I'm tired. No, I'm going to do something mm. good today and I'm going to actually inspire people. That's exactly right. And that's You found your purpose. Basically, it's like your. A lot of people just search for purpose, search for like mm. their why. Mm. What's your why? Your why? Why am I here? Why, why am I here? And, and then do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. like if you never experienced what you experienced and then had to go through what you had to go through, you wouldn't have been doing what you're doing now. No, I would. I would not. And the thing about it, you mentioned everything happens for a reason. I'm in the exact position that I asked for, including the wheelchair. Think right. about it. I asked for a purpose at 12 years old. Wow, well, this is now. your purpose. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't go through their entire life not not knowing it. Yeah, mm. and so sometimes I mean, I mean, there are things that bring us purpose in life, and one of those ways is some adversity that we face. Yeah, and I was <laughs> faced with quite a bit of adversity from a young age, and that laid out a path where I would then find my purpose. I was just extremely blessed. I had the right people in my life at the time, where I can say with conviction now that I wouldn't change anything in my past. No, I truly wouldn't because I wouldn't be in the position I am now. That's I wouldn't right. be having this conversation. I wouldn't be fulfilled. That's right. That's right. Going back to 16 years old, I promise you, I, I would be dead. The conviction in my belief at the fact that I was, fact that I was yeah. worthless was so strong that I knew, I, I, I just knew I wasn't going to be here anymore. And to be where I'm at now, I can say with conviction that that, you know, I'm grateful. Yeah for truly mm. man including this chair I, I don't yeah. know if you saw my story yesterday this thing ain't permanent no i've i've literally seen videos of you like standing up and people i was going to talk about that like people take little things like walking mm. walking mm. on your two feet mm. you know yeah. for granted like oh it's just something we do every day mm. but you're fighting you're literally fighting and and you, you you're big on men mental toughness yeah right? mental toughness uh you got guys like obviously like david goggins and things like that who are absolute savages and and in a way you're you're everyone has like a goal right mm. everyone has like a goal and you're working towards that yeah whether it's to just one step two steps three steps but you're you're taking action you're taking mm. you could have just sat there and be like oh, okay i'm in a wheelchair that's it 
this is me. This, that's it. This is me for the rest of my life. Mm. I'm just going to stay in a wheelchair. And I'm, but no, you just said this is not permanent because you know for a fact mm. that you're going to walk. Well, the thing is, you're, you're not told that. You're told no. you, you will never walk again. You, you have that's a, what you're told. Yeah, because mm. yeah. I, I had a... Well, I have a quote-unquote complete spinal cord injury, right? Mm -hmm. They say, um, so incomplete, basically, I don't know, um, nothing here I can really use, but yeah. yeah, think of like a stick that's like half broken, right? Incomplete. Yeah. Right? There's still some nerve endings attached. So there's right. still some function going on. Mine's something. severed into two. Mine's a complete injury. So you have no feelings like in your legs or is there feelings in your legs? Well, I was taught you'll have no sensation, no function, right. nothing including bladder, bowel, and sexual function too. Right. Because it's all below here, right? Yeah, yeah, below the waist, mm. basically. Well, I was blessed my injury was here. Yeah. I did damage to my neck at the very top like, the very top vertebrae. It'll be... Any more damage to the nerves, I would... From the neck down, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. But I'm blessed it was T12. And yes, it was severed. I was taught there's no way nerve endings can attach. So no, it's impossible for you to have any sensation or function. Right. Yeah, I'm doing sit stands. I'm getting on the bike independently at the gym. I'm doing these things. Why is that the case? All of me, my body, mind, and spirit is in complete, I mean, complete alignment with my goal. Not just physically doing the rehab, you know, having my body in alignment, but the mind to say, no matter what appears in front of me, no, I'm going to stay resilient and persistent with my goal. And not just that, the spirit and the belief to say, I am going to walk again with complete conviction That's right. that I do every day. And it that that's hard to do. It's hard Definitely to do. Definitely, <laughs> someone like in a suit yeah. that has a degree in medical or whatever tells you something, you're gonna believe them. You're gonna say, "Oh, that that's mm. the truth. That's mm. it." We're they're taught the, to believe. The them. We're taught yeah. to believe them. Yeah. They're the experts. The yeah. experts. The experts. But you can defy that. So it's just, it's like even at the gym, like something as simple as Go like on, yeah, yeah. We we went through this six week program of like trying to better ourselves because we never really done gym before, and this yeah. is all about building strength, you know, yeah. mental toughness and things like that. We'd be on like six reps. Mm. We're like, that's it. That's my capacity. Mm. But then you just find two reps out of nowhere. Yeah. So it's just yeah. something you as find it within that. you that you just extra find the push. I don't yeah. know where you find it, but you always you have that extra it. push, that extra. It's all drive. mental. Ba yeah. Boundaries are mental. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. They, they yeah. really are. I and mean, we yeah. put them on ourselves. That's right. Mm. Right. And like, it, 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 it's such a, like, um, like, like in the whole like, spinal community and whatnot, like, I tend to yeah. cop some flack. Yeah, because I'm, I have well, a complete injury and I have some fun function back and, and whatnot. So and, and and I mean, yeah. When you are making a stand against public belief, it it's hard. It's it is hard. hard. Yeah, it is hard. but you you just need to stay firm with your belief. That's and right. Conviction, because if it's appearing true in your your life, that's right. Nothing else matters. Exactly. Mm. And you're working. You're just working, working towards that and. You're just defying odds, man. Like you're defying odds and, 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 and you're just a fighter. That's what it is. You know, you've, you've fought all this time. You went through what you went through and you came out like you are now. Mm. And, and, and it's just the beginning of the journey, man. And you're just like fighting and, you know, constantly overcoming ob obstacles. Mm. And I guess the next big thing is obviously getting up and, and taking those steps. Yeah. And, and walking. Mm. And, and, you know, whether it takes a year, whether it takes two years, whether it, whatever it takes, whatever mm. it takes. You, you, you could tell me, Matt, you're 60 years post-injury, but you're only halfway there. I'll tell you, good, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there. You're I can halfway do it there. Again. 
That's right. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good, man. Like, it, honestly, like that's, and you're big on fitness as well. Like, I know yeah, yeah. you're pretty, like, pretty jacked. You know? <laughs> like, this guy's jacked. This guy's jacked, you know? Like, like you, you work with what you have. Of course, That's yeah. what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're out there putting the work. Like, I've seen the videos, you know, you're doing pull-ups, mm-hmm. doing things like that. And, and as I said, like, you, if everything happens for a reason because if you the reason you don't have feeling like you had no feeling in your legs and and they told you all these things about your spinal cords and things like that but you still had your upper body Mm. you're still using that yeah and and that's your tool to fix your basically yeah yeah yeah, yeah, get the rest of the body going exactly right yeah 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 and you know it's funny because at at first you, you you don't believe it and what, yeah, what, but it, you're just visualizing it and picturing. And one thing, because I went to the gym beforehand, like for my injury so much, yeah. I just use that as my visual. Sit to stands or a squat, yeah, or a deadlift, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, exactly, it's, it's yeah. like, yeah. and just you know, using that. And but and and at first, we used to just lay on my bed and do heel slides, bring the foot up and down the bed. That's all we used to do, yeah, like, for a long time. And at first, it was just me, literally just visualizing. Just right. visualizing, just visualizing. That's how it always starts. It's yeah. always, you know, all these goals, all these people, it started with a dream. Mm. Yeah. And it turns yeah. into reality. Like you just, you, that's it. You, you stay firm on your belief and you just work towards it and, and don't let anyone tell you anything. Any, like, any, like otherwise. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just all defying it's odds. Self-belief and self-belief. That's, that's what gets you just, Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ignoring all that. Because a lot of people tell you you can't do it. A lot of people there's always going to be doubters. There's always oh, going to be people tell you you can't do that. But but they're only sharing their perspective on it all and how mm. they would react if they're in your situation. That's right? right. And like for example, when I found speaking, I had people saying to me, "Matt, you might want to get a real job." Yeah. Matt, I don't think speaking is wow. going to cut it, sort of thing. Uh, like, ugh, how is speaking going to bring home the bacon, sort of thing? <laughs> we hear that yep. over and over again. Yeah. To take that step and say, no, I'm going to do it. And, you know, quitting the only job I really ever had after a month just to say, yeah. no, I'm going to do this because I know the conviction that this is what I'm going to do. This is what fulfills me. And I know it's adding value to other people as well. That takes guts. A hundred percent. Another thing I want to touch on as well was, are you okay day? So we see that we see that a lot. Um, it's obviously already passed this year, but it's a big thing at work. I noticed it's a big thing and, and mm. it's a great initiative. It's a like very good initiative. Um, it's it's an it's a it's a day for people to actually look at the mm. person next to you at work who you think is all smiles and everything and they have this facade on the outside to actually ask them are you okay ask the big question that no one wants to ask mm. but i think i think in a way it's sometimes it's like too restricted to a day mm-hmm. where it's not normal on other days to be like are you okay so if i go to work now tomorrow and go to someone next to me are you okay they'll be like wait what are you, why are you, why, are you okay why last, last yeah. month yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like you're a bit late <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah. why isn't it normalized why isn't it normalized for to actually and not be taken as a joke because i know mm-hmm. a lot of times oh, at work it's like yeah. oh are you okay you know nah <laughs> it's a big laugh that yeah and yeah people do t- tend to just brush it off that's right i love are you okay day for the simple fact yep. that are you okay is a question that 90 percent people aren't asking mm. that's right and yeah I'm going to touch on this journal like in, in, in a sec, yep. but it's, it's something that was written in there that um, kept saying over and over, you know, I wish I had seen something, wish I had asked or and all this stuff, right? right. And the thing about Are You Okay Day, it's, it's needed, right? And definitely, it, yeah, definitely needed. As in, we need to start creating awareness around asking the question, approaching the conversation. Yeah. Mm. 
though I agree, it can't just be one day. No. Though the the beauty of it is it's playing the seed for potential conversations to be had. Yeah. That probably weren't yep. were going to be had as a result. Because, you know, mental health it's an uncomfortable topic. It is, man. Especially like as men, mm. you know, Man up, have a cup of concrete, all that stuff. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. You know, man up, harden up. You know, oh wait, what do you mean? You're yeah. you're anxious. What do you mean you have anxiety? You know, like it's <laughs> tough enough. Yeah. That's tough it. Enough, that's it. Be a man. Like, yeah. You hear that all the time, right? Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's I yeah. It, it's it's very like hard. It's not. Especially it's with, not taken seriously enough. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Health. Especially it's, like it's not. I talk from first hand experience with my mates, for example. I've never like it's always talking about, for example, like the footy or what happened or like just random shit. But it's never like. I've never actually sat down with my mate and asked him, are you okay? Mm. Because then he'd mm. look at me like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's got to be more normalized. And especially with us men where it's like, man, we, we, we go through a lot. Like mm. there's a lot of responsibility and I'm not taking away from females. Like obviously they both suffer, suffer their own battles. But, but with men, it's more like we are the providers. We are the ones that have to like work hard. We are the ones that have to do this. We are the ones that have provide to do that. Provide for the family. Yeah. Provide for the family. This and that. And it's like it's like a lot of pressure is built up on men mm. to to perform to do a lot of things. Like me, for example, for my personal experience, I'm an overthinker. Like I, the reason why I've I've had I've had my bouts, and I've I've had my bouts where it's like more so like the 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 pressure to perform, the pressure to do this, the pressure mm. to do that. The, the, you know the the like. Too much overthinking about what people think about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I would never basically open up to like, you know, my mates. Like, for example, oh man, I'm I'm feeling stressed out. Oh, like I'm feeling anxious today. It's mm. that's the thing. Like, you you become. When I said when I said deal with it, it's more like you become like a functional. Like mm. you become high functioning. You know, like I, someone could be having like an anxiety attack, or someone could be like suffering through anxiety, but you wouldn't be able to tell. Like they'd be talking normally, doing normally. A lot of people think like being anxious or having an anxiety attack or f experiencing depression or experiencing something, someone will sit there and be like, you know, really, really like in a different state. Mm -hmm. But they could just be normal. People can mask their emotions. Yeah, you, Normal you like know. masking emotions the way you did. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's like asking someone every now and then, it wouldn't hurt. Like it's, it doesn't hurt to just be like, man, are you yeah. okay? Like, I think, I think what's an issue nowadays as well is a lot of people have a lot of pride. So like, yes. that's what if, it is. if your mate doesn't text you for like a week, you're like, why isn't he texting me? Yeah. Mm. It's if never like, oh, him. they're probably going yeah. through, through some yeah. shit. It's like, oh, why isn't this guy texting me? Like, oh man, you know. Screw him or Screw whatever. Him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I what don't a, need what him. Dog, like. yeah. What a dog. Yeah, that's yeah. Him, I don't yeah. need him. I'm not going to talk to him or whatever. You never, you, you never be the bigger person. Like, yeah. why don't you reach it out to him? It doesn't hurt to call him and be like, man, are you okay? Look, I haven't heard from you for a week. Just checking up. Yeah. That's it. That's it. How much would that make a difference? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. But also like on your mate's end right like yeah. someone's caring someone's actually like taking the time out to you know hear if i'm okay if i'm you know if i'm struggling maybe someone that's right. cares that's right. right and it's about having these conversations and being comfortable with it because the thing about and this is just the reality of it when we when we address our emotions we're almost like it's like we're taking our clothes off and going out yeah in public, yeah right? yeah yeah it's we're essentially like, exposing ourselves. It's like, this right. is what's really going on. It's like, mm. no, this is what you see, but this is what's really inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, to, and, and to go to that place is, it takes courage. For it sure. It does. It does. For sure, man. So if you aren't comfortable expressing, at least feel your emotions. The first step to healing is feeling. If you can allow that to simmer and at least, at least understand it yourself, 
expression and you know being authentic and real with the people around you that's the next step and if it's if life is already an uphill battle you don't need to be climbing that hill with bricks on your backpack that's right Muzzle yeah half that load yeah yeah right? exactly just and, and when you say sort of like accept it sort of like so if you're if you're feeling for example anxious or depressed yeah the emotions are just like do they just become a part of you well it's so accepting what i mean by that is like firstly not judging yourself it's, right it's okay to feel that way it's okay to, yeah whatever emotion comes up because it's always valid it's why it's coming up but secondly not going to like oh i'm feeling sad now let's go have a drink yeah gonna make me f- yeah right right like what are quick escapes to it no mm. no 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 right. allow yourself to experience and feel right. the emotion okay because <laughs> how do you firstly understand it you won't be able to heal it mm. if, if, if you just constantly suppress it you know you know overflow that water bottle eventually mm. and that overflow is going to affect the people around you it will that's true whether you see it or not and i'm going to yeah. tie this into the journal yeah when i so the first time i opened the journal was three years after my injury my brother had wheelbarrowed me up to the top of the my dad's place yeah and he's like matt do you remember this i was like no what is it and he's like this is the journal that everyone wrote notes in and the first page i opened i saw my dad's message that was the first message first message i read the only message i read that day because as soon as i read it i was just let's just say i hid all the tears that were coming in that moment yeah and i was like i i i i, I don't want to read it Mm-hmm. It was that painful at the time. Right. And it was only last week. I was having a conversation and it came up and it caught me off guard. And I actually got quite emotional. It made me, yeah, choke up quite a bit. And I was like, maybe there's something in this that I actually need to address. Mm-hmm. And so today was the first time I actually opened the book and read all of it. Yeah, I sat <laughs> with myself and like as I was reading it, like I just jotted down whatever notes that were coming to my mind or thoughts yep. at, at the time in terms of like just reflecting on it all. Wow, man. And Six years later. Yeah, and just... you, Yeah, gosh. It was a really emotional it, man, thing, man. Six years, it like... Oh, well, this is... <sighs> Stuff the, that's this is the thing, right? It, it's it's like all this time of believing you not only are you worthless, that no one loves you, no one cares about you. Yeah. And here I have messages from people who I thought not only, not only did I think didn't care, people that I personally like didn't like and would judge and, d- and despise. They wrote messages in there showing their love and support. Wow. People that would constantly hide their emotions, but then being completely vulnerable there, and you know. I mean, when I read the messages f- from my parents, that's yeah, when it, that's when it hit home. Yeah, it like, really hit home to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but because they were the the main ones that you didn't have that connection with, and you thought basically like just very disconnected. And then obviously reading that journal, and you know, I'm, I can only imagine what they've written. Like it's yeah, it, when you were in that state, you know, it's. It's yeah, man. it was it was a lot to take in. Yeah, and and so, and 
the thing about this and the beauty of you know are you okay day is like it's like i, I could read you the um like the message at my back from my dad yeah. and like he he, he message he mentions that like he wishes he had saw it he wished he had you know asked the, the right question or whatever or done more or been more whatever the one message i really want to get out there is that it's ne- yeah. if someone attempts suicide it's never about anyone else it's never about anyone else no god no no it's always their personal choice and the thing about that are you okay day is 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 seriously a massive step towards definitely preventing it's a stuff start like this from it's happening definitely again. a start and man yeah I, I mean you get so lost in, in 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 this world of ideas and beliefs and stories that you tell yourself yeah sometimes we don't just look at reality for what it really is no we get too mm. caught up we're just we sweat the little things that's yeah. it yeah yeah literally yeah mm. there's it's 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 one thing I'm really uh, really big on, which is self-awareness. When I mean, you're actually able yeah. to take a step back and see things for as they are, it's not saying the truth behind it all. And if there's sure. one thing this journal proved to me, you know, if you feel you're, you're, you're the only one, if you feel no one gets you, if you feel that, you know, it's never going to get better or whatever, you're obviously tuned into a certain frequency, let's say a radio station, right? Let's yeah. say like 104.1, right? Mm. You're tuned into that station. You aren't hearing what's going on in over ninety six point nine. No, no. If you're only tuned in to the negativity that's in your life, how are you able to hear the love, support, and care that's actually out there? You can't. That's but right. when you take an objective standpoint and, and viewpoint, just taking a step back and having a look at everything as they are, not by how it feels or, or what you think about it, you start to see the reality of it. And yep. I'm really really thankful that i actually read this today because yeah as emotional as it was oh it was yeah man i was it would have been a roller coaster it it really was and it it took me about an hour and a half to actually get through it and i mean it's honestly a lot of blank pages it's not like the whole book's flooded it's not yeah but to process all of it was yeah huge but it's man it's yeah we all have to you know just like yeah going like your dad when he wrote he like he wishes he would have you know was well, the thing oh, it's just a question it was just a question but Ima- Im- Im- imagine if moses yeah wasn't, wasn't here right now yeah what would mm. you be wondering and vice the versa the same thing right definitely the same thing yeah yeah, yeah and, that's, and yeah. that's the thing right and <coughs> when it comes to suicide it's such a touchy thing but yeah and now there are there are people obviously listening as well that are thinking like Maybe there's someone close to me that, you know, whether they show signs or not, like, it doesn't hurt to just ask, to just mm. ask the question. Take that initiative, take that. Just to see, just to like, mm. you know, listen for once. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've got to say, this is probably one of the most quiet I've ever been in a podcast because I was just listening. I was mm. just very like, because I've, I've never heard a story like this before, like, like your story. And I've never sort of met someone that has had your story. Mm. And you're the first, per- first person I've ever met like that. And it, and it just, it's it's honestly, it's, it's inspiring. Like it's inspiring to hear. It's very inspiring. Very inspiring. Because it just, it makes you realize that little things like asking questions. Mm. Like just being there for someone and just like, you know, just under- trying to understand someone. Like, you know, it, it all matters. It all matters mm. at the end of the day. And, and yeah, as much as like, are you okay, Day should obviously 
it's a great initiative and, and we should have more things like that. We should have more things like that. More people like mm. yourself, you mm. know, going out there, you know, you know, using platforms like this and, and speaking to the youth, speaking to the community because it's, it's, not, very, it's not very talked about mm. as much as it needs to be. Mm. much as it needs to be. It's also how we're talking about it as well. That's right. And do you mind if I rant for... for yeah, yeah, for sure. No, definitely. <laughs> man, <laughs> man. I mean, I'm all about how we talk about mental health and all this stuff because yeah. how it's been addressed yeah. hasn't been serving anyone. So it's... By addressing it, we're obviously, you know, bringing an awareness to the dirt that's been swept under the carpet. That's needed. Yeah. Though, if we if we just talk about it in a negative light, what are we associating mental health with? Negativity. When you yeah. hear the word mental health, what's what sort of words come to your mind? Like Curious. depression. Yeah. Anything um, else? Just bad, bad things. You just know. negative. Yeah. Negative. Negative things. Depression. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Right. It's it's, yeah. it's it's like all that stuff. Right. What if mental health? We thought hope. What if? That's a good What point. if we thought positivity, optimism? Hmm. So what I'm talking about is so I was going in 2019 I got flown to speak at two conferences in, in Brisbane right first conference was great high energy um, peer worker conference it was really really cool like when I say high energy like everyone was real supportive and you know it was a really cool vibe yeah the second conference was on the day I left and I was it was the Queensland leading reform summit yeah now I will never forget this because this event fired me up like no, like nothing else Constantly, constantly, I was hearing depression is a lifelong illness. We can't heal. We can't heal mental health struggles. Oh. Anxiety is something that people are crippled with for the rest of their lives. Something yeah. along those lines over and over and over and over by big name organizations, corporations that, yeah. you know, yeah. And get this right. I'm blessed to be in this room. And the reason I say that, there was 300 people in there. I'm talking big company CEOs, heads of HR. Wow. The Queensland Mental Health Commission put the that experts. event together. Even well, no, no, no. These these people have their voices have a lot of power, weight yeah, and weight yeah. power. That's it. And even the the premier of Queensland was there. And it's oh like all these voices are hearing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and then, anyways, I'm part of a youth panel. It was we were the last thing on on the day. The last thing like, pe people got to hear. And it's four people on the panel. The intention of the panel was the imagination declaration. What would you do differently in the world of mental health to improve things and make things better? Yeah. Very fair question. Now, there's a mid-20-year-old Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander. There was a young 18-year-old female. Then there was a young 18-year-old uh, transgender female, male transitioning into a female. Yep. And there was me. I was yep. 19 at the time. Yep. Now... <laughs> Two out of the three other people on this panel said they're stuck with depression and the anxiety for the rest of their lives. Right. What these comp these organizations are saying has become public belief. That's yeah. dangerous. When it becomes public belief, then it becomes their reality. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like the my, me walking, just like I, I, me visualizing my attempt, me visualizing the photo. <sighs> it feeds you with this bullshit. That's what this, I'm this saying. What that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And so when I got up there, I, I shared a, a bit about my story, but then I'm like, look, I'm a physical representation. If this wheelchair isn't a physical re yeah. representation of the downside of mental health and what it can lead to, 
I don't know what is. But what am I also? I'm also a representation that there's hope. There's a light at the end of the tunnel that we can overcome these struggles with the right people and the right steps in our life. We can become greater than it. And I got some dirty looks from this crowd, from some of these organizations. Yeah. And so afterwards, I had a number of people coming up and thanking me, yeah. saying, Matt, thank you for being real. Thank you for actually addressing it how we thought it was. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and clearly, we, yeah, it, this is the case. Mm. And my imagination declaration and what I'm so big on is we need to be talking about mental health. We need to address the downside that suicide rates are crazy and through the roof and that, you know, one in five Australians are going to be depressed and or anxious. Yeah. At least those are, that are diagnosed. Yeah. But we can't end the conversation there because now we're attaching negativity. negativity. That's, That's exactly right. And yeah, we yeah. don't want to address it. Yeah. Though, if we have a story, you know, if we address the dirt, kind of like a shit sandwich, right? When you give someone mm. feedback, mm. you know, you, you butter them up to start off with, you give them the real thing and then, yeah. you know, close them off with something nice. Yeah. Mm. Same with mental health. Why don't we address the, the bad stuff that we do, you know, the, the reality of it, though share a story of hope, though share a story that, you know, things can get better. Yeah. My intention with every workshop that I run is I leave people greater than when I found them. That people are left with a sense of hope and they're not only left a sense of hope, but with a level of insight about themselves because they step within and they can rise as a result. That's what I'm all about. We need to be starting to talking about this from a place of hope, positivity, and optimism, rather than stuff that is detrimental to society. I'm so big on this. And For sure, man. Yeah. Like that's that's uh, yeah. you hit the nail on the head right there. Because if you if people just keep feeding this negative negative bullshit, then it's just going to be about negativity. People are going to think that's you, it. You there's need no to hope. show that there's light well, at the end of the tunnel. You know? Exactly that's right. It, like, and you're literally yeah. an example that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. You know. Well, these corporations don't exist unless people are depressed. That's right. Which yeah. is upsetting to say, but, well, but I'm sorry, I'm not going to feed that agenda. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm for sure. No, I'm, I'm not about that. For sure, for sure. And and you're right. you're like as when you were talking about the fact that you're people like doctors and people were telling you that you're never going to walk or you know, mm. and you're saying no, I'm going to walk whether whatever time it takes, but I'm going to walk, and and that just shows you know, your level of hope and, and, and just that there is hope. There is mm. light at the end of the tunnel. And that's yeah. what people need to understand. Yeah. You know? And if I, if, look, if my spinal cord is severed into two, where there's a physical like cut and separation between the two and that nerve signals are still being sent down and I'm, I'm sitting, standing and getting on a bike and whatnot. If that's not a represent, re representation of hope, I don't know what is, but mm -hmm. not only that, if that's possible for me, what's possible for you? For sure. For Man, sure. I'm so big on that. And Honestly. The, and what humans can achieve and the potential that, that we all have is you, far you beyond be what we are. You would be surprised. Mm. Are you big on boxing? I haven't been, but I recently watched a Joe Kalazaki um, yeah. uh, but documentary. Like, there's a big one on uh, Tyson Fury. I need to watch that. Yeah, watch that. Tyson Fury has yeah. basically... He, he didn't, yeah. I think, I, I don't think he attempted suicide, but he was so close to. Mm. And he battled like all sorts and just drugs and everything and then came back and became he was at champ. top of the world at one stage yeah, and wow. he, yeah became the you yeah really read his story like tyson fury yeah. is a, another example like yourself where he just went through the depths of just like the worst things you can imagine like drugs um you know became like 400 pounds 400 mm. pounds or whatever and then yeah, came wow. back lost a lot of weight became the world champion and it's just like it just it's shows so inspiring just, you know you yeah, need like, people like this you, you need, need people like that at the forefront yeah. of this not big you know, CEOs that just care about money and whatever. You need people mm. like yourself that actually care about making a change and are actually there 
for for the right reasons. Mm. You know what I mean? And watching Tyson Fury, yeah. how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I can achieve anything. It, it really exactly does right. because it's like this guy literally was at the bottom. Like yeah. you can't go further than rock bottom. That's the mm. thing. That's it. Once you hit rock bottom, that's the bottom. It's only up. It's only up from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you you're hit rock bottom. You're, you're Tyson Fury yeah. hit rock bottom. Exactly. But you guys found your way back up and just continue to defy odds and push limits. And that's what people need to understand that mm. don't mm. put limits on yourself because the limits are only imaginary. And, and you just... It's all mental. That's what it is. Mm. So build that mental I, I toughness. I think you're taught like money buys happiness and all this materialistic shit. But to be honest, I think finding yourself and finding purpose is what happiness is. That's what I really think it I, is. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so aligned with that. I'm, I'm so big on, yeah, so big on that. Yeah. Our purpose is our key to long-term happiness. And the thing is, we don't all have to know what our purpose is. Mm. And that's the beauty of just going out and seeing what do you enjoy? How do you... What, what do you like and and you know are the things that you can is there a way that you can contribute to others that you know gives you some meaning right that you know actually like livens your heart up definitely mm. and the thing and thing that I've learned is that we all have this and so many times I, I, I hear but I don't I don't know what I love I don't know I don't know I don't know I said that for so long I said that for so long I, I said for so long that I don't love anything mm. but you end up it just happens. Like things just fall into place, mm. and then you just you like, yep, yeah, this is it. You just need to hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, hold yeah. on, man. Because and, and adversity is your greatest gift. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And we all have the strength in inside of us. A hundred percent. That's, that's yeah. the thing I'm yeah. really big on. I mean, I I like I can, I love this analogy of the just when we're growing up. Like you, you both know how to ride bikes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like push bikes or yeah, push bikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like, I'm, I'm sure when you transition from the training wheels to, to two the, wheels, yeah, it's scary, right? It is. You fall over. Yeah. You yeah. can cut your leg. Yeah. But you still get up and you. But keep you learn. Going. That's right. That's we right. All have the we all have the internal strength and resilience to overcome the challenges in our life. Mm. The bike is a small representation of that. For sure. Though it strengthened us up. Because mm -hmm. now we can ride a bike on two wheels. Yeah. Maybe you guys, but. Oh, <laughs> Not that I, I haven't ever. ridden a bike in it's years. It's been a while, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could try. But that's my thing, right? That's my thing, right? Yeah. Adversity is only preparing you for what's coming next. It's only preparing you to be a stronger person for what's coming. We've all faced adversity in our lives, but it's all been preparing us for where we're at right now. For sure. Because if we had not faced any adversity, we wouldn't have any of the strength that we have now. hundred percent. We've all lost in some way, like whether it's in relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it's, you know, failures. It's it, it just, I don't look at them as failures. It's just learning. You're just learning. You're learning along the way and you're moving mm. one step closer to becoming the, the best version of yourself. Yeah. That's, that's mm. just all it is. And, and yeah, just don't look at failures as that's it. This is, ah, oh, you know, man, there's plenty of times where I was like, man, ah, oh, now this is it. You know, like I'm my life is shit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh no, I stuffed this up and you think it's the end of the world. Mm. Mm. But then you look back and you're like, wow, did I really think that was the end of the world? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you can compare you, it. You always yeah. find a way out. That's mm. just what it is. You always find a way out. Mm. And no matter how long it takes, it's, it's going to be there. Like the, the light, the light will be there, but just keep pushing. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. Fall, fall over, but fall forward. Yeah. Just, just you can compare it to, for example, like I, I think the HSC exams are starting tomorrow. Yeah. And, I, when I had the HSC exams, it was like all or nothing. It's like, this is it, you know? Yeah. And you yeah. stress, you stress, but, you know, you 
you overcome that and it makes you stronger. So, I mean, right, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's nothing compared to like what you face later on. Like a yeah. HSC exam is. It's I mean, yeah. You, you probably learn. look at look at it now like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 I did that. Yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. You know, it's it's just a stage of your life. That's just something mm. you got to go through. And man, you you went through a lot, and you went through a lot of stages, and and you're just constantly learning. Like, like you're still learning, mm. still learning about yourself, and that's just all part of the process. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just life. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Honestly, literally. Yeah. <laughs> man, I it's it's been such an honor to have you on, man. Like honestly, I've, I've we can sit here and talk for 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 ages because like <laughs> there's so many things yeah. that we. But yeah. I think this has honestly this podcast. Everyone should literally share this podcast and show it to you know as many people as you can because I want Matt's story to be all everywhere, everywhere, mm. literally everywhere, and and people need to learn from this. And honestly, I I, I want to see you on big stages, talking on big stages to millions of people because you you've honestly got the the perfect mindset, and mm. it's only up for you from here, man. And you know, thank you so much for coming on. Like it's 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 been an honor. Man, it's I appreciate you both. Seriously, I appreciate yeah. you both. We need more yeah, people. It's, yeah, it's people so inspiring, like honestly. Yeah, to to hear your story and to hear where you where you started and where you've come from. It's, it's just it's been a roller coaster. So like I've, I've yeah. I told you this is the most quiet I've been because yeah. I've just been like very <laughs> just, just. I'm ready to do a workout right now. Like just <laughs> taking it all in. Just yeah, yeah. it's just it's, it's it's honestly changed yeah. me. Like I'm I'm not just saying that. Like it's it's changed something in me, and I I don't know about you, but honestly, it's changed something in me, and I'm. I'm going to be asking more of that questions and I hope all the audience can be the same and just, you know, always ask that question, build that mental toughness and just, if Matt can do it, if, you know, a lot of people can do it. So, mm. find your purpose, find yourself, it. you know, whatever takes you there, it just, everything happens for a reason, which is, yeah. And while you're in the midst of it all, it's, it's, it's the hardest to say it, That's right? right? It's the hardest to say it, though you will be thankful at the, at the other end of it. Yeah, you That's will right. be. That's and right. I thought this was the end of my life. Yeah. It was only the beginning. But you look back now and you're like, well, I've come a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Did you have anything else? No, nah, that was... Oh, yeah. That was just <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming on, Matt. Appreciate you both, Thanks guys. Seriously. On. Thanks for Thanks for watching, guys. Um, like and subscribe. Catch you later.